0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for another exciting edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. There we go. How you doing? I'm good. Good.
1: Enjoying this lovely summer day?
0: Yes. All right
1: then. News today. Most important thing that could possibly be happening. Um, there is a new Sunday at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor in the Magic Kingdom. What? I know it's really exciting. I don't know how new it is because I was telling Isabel about it, and she knows all about it. Hmm. Um, so it's a monster brownie sundae, cookie dough ice cream sandwich between layers of brownie, topped with caramel, hot fudge, mini M and Ms, whipped cream, and a cherry, served in a waffle bowl.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: It's seven ninety nine, and when I told Isabel it's seven ninety nine, she said, "But you can use a snack credit." Um, which apparently is not publicized, but people were told verbally that you can use a snack credit for it. So, definitely a good deal if you can use a snack credit for it. And if you can get your husband to share with you, it's
0: shareable. I would never share my Monster Girl Sunday with you. I know
1: him. you wouldn't. What do you you, do you get a Sunday there when you go? No. What do you get?
0: Just a couple skips of ice cream. Mm.
1: I always get the mint chocolate chip kids cone. I like the kids' cone because they put those cute little um, chocolate ears on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's the best.
0: Did you say where that's available?
1: Yes, it's at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. We'll have to get that next time we go, if it's still there. Yes. I may have to make one at home. All right. Um, in the, never end, the seemingly <laughs> never-ending saga of the Haunted Mansion queue awnings there are even more Q-awnings being replaced. Um, the older awnings that are closer to the attraction's entrance
1: had not been removed. Had not, had not
0: been removed. So they have since been removed and now there is a covered section, uncovered section, and then you go into the ride. So welcome to the hot Florida sun, everybody.
1: <laughs> I just think it's hysterical that this like continues to be. News. I find
0: it hysterical, but it's, it's thought to be news.
1: I know. This is where we don't get our news from, like the most exciting places. I mean, right. there's only so much news, right? I mean, right. I mean,
0: mean, we could talk Disney financials. We will. We could talk about upcoming movies.
1: We're not going to do that today. We, well,
0: we will at some point. Yeah. You know, third quarter was didn't meet expected results for Disney. But this is
1: not what people want to hear about. No, what it's do people want
0: to hear about? They want to hear your lovely voice.
1: No, they want to hear about awnings at the haunted mansion.
0: Yes. And what other haunted mansion news do we have?
1: Um. We talked yesterday that there was um, a new magic band featuring Haunted Mansion wallpaper. Um, There is now also a Nightmare Before Christmas Jack and Sally magic band. So that's like a black background. It's got um, Jack on one part and Sally on another part. It's cute if you like them.
0: Yeah. You're not a big fan of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Do you know I never saw it? Really? Yeah. We own it.
1: Do we? Of course we do. We do. Well, we'll have to pull it out one of these days, maybe before Halloween.
0: Sure. Um, so in Disney Springs news, there is a new wheelchair and ECV rental station at the Cirque du Soleil, if uh, Cirque du Soleil ever comes back.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's in the Cirque du Soleil area. Right. I don't think it's necessarily at Cirque du Soleil. but uh,
0: is, is this the only ECV rental station in Disney Springs?
1: I don't think so. I think there's one over by the marketplace.
0: I thought there was one in the uh, guest services area. But this new location is going to offer ECVs, strollers, and wheelchairs for rent. Uh, pricing for the ECV is fifty dollars. Plain old pushable wheelchairs, twelve dollars, and then single strollers are fifteen dollars. If you do a multi stay, multi day length of stay, it is it knocks it down to thirteen dollars a day. And a double stroller is going to cost you thirty one dollars with that multi day discount of twenty seven dollars. Uh, anytime you rent a mobility device, you're going to have to put down a refundable $100 deposit.
1: Right. Now, those are the same prices as in the parks. So if you're ever wondering what it costs to rent one of those in the parks, those are the prices.
0: Right. And the, the nice thing that, that some people might not know is if you do rent a stroller or an ECV in a park, uh, let's say you go to Magic Kingdom for the day and then you leave for the evening and you go to uh, Disney Springs, or you even go to another theme park for that matter, as long as you have your receipt, you can get uh, whatever you rented. So if you rented an ECV in the Magic Kingdom, you go to Disney Springs, you show them your receipt, and they let you uh, continue the rental of the ECV there.
1: Right. Good tip.
0: So it's a it's a lot nicer. Uh, you know, some people prefer to have their their ECVs for the length of their stay. Uh, Disney does not do that. They do not have their. Uh, mobility devices available for a length of stay rental you can rent them in the parks but they don't really have anything at the resorts, some resorts will have wheelchairs available Um, so if you're going to want to rent an ECV for length of stay or a stroller you would have to do that from an off-site company and there are certain off-site companies that Disney deals with that will allow them to deliver directly to your resort
1: yeah, pros and cons for that Um, you know, it's great if you get do the off-site one it's a lot less expensive, and you have access to it when you're not actually in the park. So these resorts are big. So just trying to move around them, um, if you're if you really have a hard time walking, uh, it's kind of a must. However, if you are well, whether you're driving or you're using the buses, it can be difficult to get around um, having this um, EVC with you. ECB. ECB. Thank you. Um, you have to either find have a car or a vehicle that you can load it into, or if you're taking the buses, you have to wait for a bus to come that will have a spot for you because they can only
0: load so many. I think most of the buses, the max capacity for those is two per bus. So there, there's nothing worse than getting into a bus line with an ECV and seeing that there's five of them ahead of you because you know that you're going to be a couple bus loads back. Uh, we traveled with both my mother and Cheryl's grandmother uh, on occasions where they've had to use an ECV, and... Uh, you know it's just it's it can be a pain
1: right so yeah so you have to weigh the pros and the cons on that. Um, it is super convenient to get them at the park um, you know just near the entrance you go up and, and you rent it and um, so much more convenient as far as getting to and from but if, if you need it when you're at the resort it's not gonna help you to rent it at the park
0: right and uh, you know what happens sometimes when you rent an ECV or uh, as people commonly call them a scooter uh, sometimes they will fall on you when, when they're on the buses. <laughs> uh, apparently, the, a, a 70-year-old woman uh, has uh, filed a lawsuit against Disney after a scooter fell on her um, on a Disney World Resort bus back in December 2015. She was headed back to the beach club from the Magic Kingdom. The bus made a sudden sharp turn, tipping over a woman in a scooter and knocking over the woman who filed the suit, who has since suffered from knee and back issues. The woman is seeking more than $15,000 in damages in the Orange Circuit Court. Now, I find that hard to believe because we've seen the care that they take in strapping down and securing scooters and ECVs. So it makes me wonder if this was a a non-secured scooter, but I don't think that they would ever let anyone on a bus with a non-secured yeah. scooter. I
1: mean, it might have been secured, but if it can only, even if it only tipped a little, if it sent this woman who was in, I mean, people, if she was sitting, can you sit on it? No, yeah. she
0: was. she was near it.
1: No, I know, but it tipped over a woman who was in the scooter.
0: Oh, right, and knocked over this woman.
1: And knocked over this woman, so it might not have been really the scooter that did the damage. But the woman. But, yeah, but having someone else fall on you. And it, I don't, she's not asking for a ton of money. She's asking for $15,000, so that's probably just enough for, like, medical stuff. Right. I mean, it doesn't seem crazy, so it may be a legit thing. Hmm. Um, that's
0: but, for the courts to decide. <laughs> yes,
1: it is. Um, over at Disney Springs, um, or back over at Disney Springs... At Haleo, they are offering a prefix lunch. It's $25 a person. You can add a glass of sangria for $5. It includes, um, an appetizer, a main, a main course and a dessert. Oh, and a salad. So four courses. Um, so you want to any, you want to give them some idea of what they've got here?
0: Sure, and you didn't uh, tell them what this is. This is almuerzo rápido. Oh,
1: that's lunch what they're calling in an it. hour,
0: the Jose way.
1: That's in an hour. You're supposed to eat four courses.
0: Uh, I guess they they want to pump people through.
1: I know. Pound back your croquets.
0: Right. So croquets. for appetizers, you get uh, croquetas de pollo, which is the traditional chicken fritters, gazpacho estillo, al. Algeciras, which mm-hmm. is a classic chilled Spanish soup with tomatoes, cucumbers, and peppers. That sounds good. And DVS con queso de cabra y naranjas, which is end- endives with goat cheese, oranges, and almonds. You couldn't pay me to eat that. Mm-hmm. Uh, salads, you have a, a Empredat de Montjete, which is a traditional Cat- uh, Catalan bean salad with tomatoes, onions, black olives, and sherry dressing. Espinachas a la Cantalana, which is uh, sauteed spinach, pine nuts, raisins, and apples. Escalavida cantan, can, uh, catalana, which I'm is roasted every red peppers, of this. eggplant, and sweet onions with sherry dressing served with toasted bread. You won't yeah. even attempt <laughs> won't. a Spanish pronunciation. <laughs> no,
1: you can read them in Spanish and then I'll read what they are. Okay.
0: And then as far as main courses go, you have the butofara Casera con Mangestes. Oh.
1: Grilled pork sausage with sautéed white
0: beans. You have the pisto manchego con huevo frito.
1: <laughs> Stewed vegetables with fried egg.
0: A pollo a la brasa.
1: Grilled chicken served with garlic sauce.
0: Bikini de jamón con queso manchego.
1: <laughs> pressed sandwich of Spanish hams and manchengo cheese.
0: There's nothing better than pressed Spanish hams.
1: In your bikini.
0: Yes. Uh, and then for dessert, you have flan al astillo tradicional de Mama Marisa con espuma de crema catalana.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. A classic Spanish custard with espuma of... Ca- Catalan. Thank you. Cream and oranges.
0: But it's funny because it's de Mama Marisa, so I'm assuming Jose's mom is named Marisa. Maybe. And then finally, you have the helado y sorbete.
1: Choice of house-made ice cream. It must be or sorbet, but right. it doesn't say that in English.
0: Oh well, E is and.
1: Yeah, I know, uh, but it doesn't say underneath in English. It doesn't say.
0: Oh, What do you want sorbet. from me? I didn't. I didn't translate this. I know. I did. Uh, so these uh, there's also special menus available for guests with allergies and dietary restrictions. Uh, the almuerzo rápido is available between eleven thirty a.m. and three p.m. Monday through Friday at Chaleo in Disney Springs.
1: What do you think of this?
0: Um, I think it's a nice little option. You know, there, there's never anything wrong with a pre menu. Um, I just, I wonder if they're doing this because they're they're not getting people in.
1: I mean, really, who's there at lunchtime? Right. And if you're there at lunchtime, like, do you want to spend... I mean, even though $25 a person is very reasonable for what you're getting, they have such good um, counter service. Right. Or quick service at I mean, um, you
0: know, if, if I'm Springs. in Disney Springs, there's a lot more lunch options that I want. Right. You know, I'm headed to, uh, you know get a burger uh, I'm at Blaze I'm at uh, you know Sandwich. guys. I'm at Guy's getting a getting a, the chicken that everybody I know hates <laughs> uh, yeah we're at Earl's we Sandwich we love Earl's
1: Sandwich we love the Wolfgang Puck Express like, there's yeah. so many great places to eat there that um, I, would, I don't know
0: I don't know that I would go upscale for lunch
1: yeah so I mean that's probably why they're doing it
0: right could be if somebody tries it let us know how you like it yeah
1: um, over at the Grand Floridian, the all-new Bippity Boppity Boutique location is now open. Yay. Um, it is the third Bippity Boppity Boutique at Walt Disney World. So the other two are, what, at the Magic Kingdom, obviously, mm-hmm. and Disney Springs? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, so this is... At Disney
0: Springs, it used to be inside the World of Disney Store, but they have since moved it to the back end of Once Upon a Toy. Okay. So it's over at the what used to be the... You know, they they've gutted the toy store and made it just a uh, there used to be so much good stuff in there.
1: (laughs) So this new one at the Grand Floridian um, is inside the former Ivy Trellis Salon, which has since relocated into Senses, the Disney Spa, Um, just like all the other locations at Disney World and the Disneyland Resort. It's for children ages three to twelve. They can be transformed into an elegant princess or a gallant knight. There's a variety of makeovers available that can include uh, hairstyling, nail polish, accessories, gowns, and more, depending upon the package. Um, But also, uh, all of the Bippity Boppity Boutique locations have now introduced a carriage package, which includes a specially themed t-shirt. And they've added four new hairstyles with customizable options and an expanded assortment of Bippity Boppity Boutique-inspired products. Um, Some of those are spirit jerseys, I know it's the same stuff over and over again. Like, just everything's with different a designs. Jersey. Exactly. Hey, Haunted
0: Mansion anniversary. Okay. And next,
1: you could just complain about this yesterday. Mini ear headband.
0: I'm not going to complain about a mini ear headband.
1: You just said yesterday that like they're everywhere I and it's overdone. About, I complain
0: about the food. Every, everything's food now. With right. The headbands and right. the, the hats.
1: So anyway, so there's a mini ear headband, and then there's also a themed magic band for Bippity Boppity Boutique, um, and those can all be purchased separately from any of the packages.
0: All right, and then I, I guess that's um, all we have in news. No,
1: it is not all we have in news. Oh no,
0: there's a back page.
1: There is a back page. Well, Where we're sh- we're sharing
0: a script today. We are. Yeah, it's a little rough.
1: Um, also at Disney Springs, some um, yummy additions. So they are getting an Ample Hills location. Um, I know a lot of people love Ample Hills, which is currently at the Boardwalk. Uh, we have not had it, but it's a favorite of many. And ice cream is never a bad thing. So um, I don't know where in Disney Springs that's going, uh, and and no opening date has been set, but it's coming. Um, Also coming, but we know where and we know when, is a cookie dough and everything sweet food truck. What? I know. I'm all over that. It's going to open later in August, and it'll be parked near the other food trucks across from the Candy Cauldron on the west side. And in case you are not full from all of those sweets... Also coming later this month is Sunshine Churro Carts, which will serve classic and gourmet churros. Uh,
0: just back to that cookie dough. I, I will eat cookie dough. I don't. I would even eat real cookie dough, not just the cookie dough that's that's safely edible. Oh no! But I would eat regular cookie dough. I don't care about salmonella.
1: Well, that's not I good. Will,
0: I will pound cookie dough as often as I can.
1: <laughs> They've got um, both the cookie dough place. They have um, all kinds of different fun options. It's mm-hmm. not just cookie doughs. They've got, like, some, like, taco-shaped thing with cookie like dough. Choco taco and choco-taco kind of thing. Yeah, so they've got all kinds of things. And then with the churros, they have the ones with, like, the flavored sugar on mm-hmm. them and different dipping sauces.
0: Is Sunshine Churros a a brand, or is it just kind of like a Disney, like a made-up conglomeration? Uh, well, they exist, they exist
1: in um, Disneyland already. Okay. So they're just bringing that, you know, over here. Okay. So that's... Uh, so that's good. Um, oh, let's see. The, oh, the taco is Springs Candy Taco. Candy monster cookie dough, chocolate sauce, whipped cream, sprinkles, and a cherry served in a waffle taco.
0: Good Lord, that's another thing I'm going to try and make. Oh, no. they have another taco. It's, the, the, wow, the Minnie Mouse Taco with peanut butter fluff cookie dough, caramel sauce, whipped cream, a cherry, and a chocolate mini bow served in a waffle taco.
1: I'm all about that. Anything with peanut butter. Oh, and it's a peanut butter fluff cookie dough. That sounds so good.
0: I, I may have to get down there just to try this cookie dough truck.
1: How about, let's, and then you can get, let's see, a Celebration Parfait, Celebration Cookie Dough with Celebration Mickey Cake. This sounds like you. Vanilla custard, strawberries, whipped cream, and a cherry. Wow. I know you'd like that one. And Mickey or Mini funnel cake, funnel eh. cake topped with powdered sugar and Mickey or Mini shaped cookie dough. Eh. And then you could just be plain about it and get cookie dough, cup, or cone. Flavors include chocolate chip, peanut butter, fluff, celebration, cookies and cream, candy monster, and cold brew.
0: That sounds good. And that's going to be open later this month.
1: Yes. And then the, at the churro place, um, it's they, they'll have flavors like watermelon, salted caramel, strawberry, cheesecake... Fruity cereal and cookies and cream, and then they, the dipping sauces—they've got like chocolate or hazelnut spread for dipping.
0: Hmm. So, interesting. That'll be fun. Yeah.
1: Um, and then Tony had briefly mentioned that um, Disney shares have fallen after disappointing uh, third-quarter results. So um, I don't know, good, bad. Um, apparently, revenue of twenty point two five billion missed the estimates of twenty one point four seven billion. What? I know, how could that happen? And
0: and that was after Avengers brought in $2.1 billion, $2.7 billion all by itself.
1: Right? And my favorite was, um, so I guess the attendance at the domestic parks was down by 3%. And Bob Iger said, guests stayed away from Disneyland because they were worried about crowding and it was too expensive.
0: Hmm... (laughs) <laughs> hey Bob, are you finally get me getting the message,
1: which I'm loving because you know we've talked over and over again about you know like what is what is the breaking point? Like what is the, the tipping point for when people are not going to pay to go anymore? You know when it's just too much when they've maxed out with these ticket increases um, and parking fees um, and resort fees, just everything not resort fees, but the cost of your resort, just everything going up, up, up. Merchandise, um, your food. And I've been feeling like maybe we're there, that, you know, I think people have stopped going as much. And, uh, I don't know, maybe the numbers are showing that.
0: You know what I also think some of it is? What? Uh, you know, the, this this whole Galaxy's Edge thing has been in the plans, you know, in the works for a while. And they gave us opening dates, and they told us, uh, summertime for California and late fall for Disney World. hmm And then they went and opened everything early. Yep. You know, if you're a family and you're going to Disneyland and you are planning your yearly vacation and maybe you're a nurse and you have to plan your schedule and it's based on seniority and you have to plan, you know, eight or nine months out and you hear that Star Wars Land is opening in the summertime, so you plan your trip for September because you want to be sure that it's going to open and that there's no delays. Right. So you book your trip and then Disney throws a curveball and decides they're going to open everything early.
1: You know, that's an excellent point. I really hadn't thought thought of it, but people plan their Disney trips. I mean, Disney folks are known for how far out can I plan this? Because it's so fun to plan, and you can plan every little detail, and you have to book dining forever out. You know, so it's a year out, easily, that you're booking these things, and you had two um, schools of people. You had the people who wanted to be there on opening day, who had booked things for that time period so they could be some of the first people in, which they got screwed, Right. Like you just said. And then there were the people who wanted to avoid the crowds of something like Galaxy's Edge and tried to book their trips earlier. So they booked them for, you know, the summertime. And then they got screwed because they opened it. Hey, we're going to open
0: Galaxy's Edge open, right? Exactly. And I think
1: what happened is the people who had the flexibility to move their trips when they um, they had planned on going before it opened. And then they found out that it was going to be opening anyway. I think there were people who were like, "Well, all right, then we'll just move it, you know, somewhere else." So I think, you know, it, it definitely hurt their numbers. And I think that the numbers—these are—they missed estimates. Their revenue missed estimates, and I think their estimates were based on Galaxy's Edge doing very well and drawing in a ton of people. And it doesn't seem like that happened to right. the extent that I think that they thought it was going to. So. Right.
0: Well, we'll have to see how the fourth quarter is. Hopefully, hopefully it's a good one.
1: Hopefully it sucks and there's a ton of discounts and we can go back more often.
0: No, I just, I would <laughs> like to see, I would like to see them put a moratorium on increases. But, I mean, that's never going to happen. They go up 5 to 8% every year. It outpaces the inflation. It outpaces the economy. And they continue to do it. And, you know, they're putting in how many new resorts over the next two or three years? You know, full-service resorts, and I'm not talking the 64-roomed Star Wars boutique resort, um, but the new resort over by the old uh, River Country. Right. Uh, the, the Grand Destino Tower, the Riviera Disney Vacation Club. You know, those are thousands of additional rooms, you know, three or four people per room. You know, you're looking at increasing, you know, that's another 15,000 park guests.
1: hmm Yeah you know,
0: where are you going to put them?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think we're going to see big discounts. So I think they might be continue to go up. They might try at least. You may see things stabilize a little bit on ticket prices because I think they are seeing that they've sort of hit people's maximum. So you may see them stabilize, and I think you're going to see a lot of discounts. You're going to see room discounts, and I think you're going to see um, package discounts that include discounts on tickets, which you don't typically see. That's my forecast.
0: But what do we know? We're just riding along with you on your daily commute. Absolutely. So, until next time, it's Cheryl and Tony, and this is the Disney Drive Time Podcast.
1: Bye. Bye.